0: Welcome to another episode of Hair Biz Radio with your host, Zakira and Mikey. And today we are going to be chatting about some new products, just what's been going on um, personally within the company and then a day in the life of a CEO who owns a hair business. That's me, by the way.
1: Hey. <laughs> oh, hi. oh, wow. It's funny. I'm, I'm the the host and also the guest. Yes, uh, so, yes. I'm excited about that. Yeah.
0: And, um what's been happening?
1: <sighs> working, twerking, you know, the Cumberland store in Smyrna, which is actually kind of, you know, close to you. Oh, yeah. Um, it is almost open, dealing with some miscellaneous issues. What people, people don't realize the difficulty of opening these stores, and right. something just always goes wrong. So, our neighbor, like, had a leak that was leaking into our unit mm-hmm. and like ruined our sheetrock and wall so we got to like take out a wall oh, God. and redo all this stuff like we don't actually have to do it because it's not our fault so right. the property managers are taking care of it but mm-hmm. they're like oh when are you guys looking to open I'm like tomorrow right <laughs> you know like it, it is what it is and we're paying rent we're not necessarily getting money off rent it's just it just happens uh so it's holding us up from opening And then the Tucker locations, uh, as normal, the city's giving us hell, putting us, basically trying to waterboard me. Maybe that's a little dramatic, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) know, they're just like trying to put me through the ringer for real basic stuff. And I'm just like, guys, we're trying to open a business here. We're going to be paying a lot of taxes in your city, but it's just kind of like, whatever.
0: Yeah. And we actually, we had an episode Maybe a while ago where we talked about building a store, doing a brick and mortar and some of the things you deal with. So kind of listening now, these are some of the things we talked about on the previous episode.
1: And it's not, I'm not trying to to deter people. Right. Because I think if you do it right, I think it can be really powerful extension of your business. Mm -hmm. But you have to be really ready and especially funded to do so. Like, you know, we saved our money for years and years and years so we can actually do this now. Right. And it's just one of those things because I always say, guys, something's going to come up. We've got to make sure we have a little nest egg. Something's going to come up. And, you know, like in Tucker, they wanted all these plants, even the MEP, like the mechanical engineer plumbing plants, like stamped by engineer. Yeah. We're not even doing anything. $21,500. Wow. And that's because I have friends and I got a deal on the stuff. Yeah. Like that, that could wipe some people out, but we're in the graces of the city and that's what we're going to do. So that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Wow. But more excitingly, so yeah. I, you actually haven't seen these. They're in front of you. You were playing with a little bit before we hit the record button. Oh yeah. Um, but are these newer
0: than these in this? Yeah. Okay, so these it. are different. Okay. So.
1: This is where Private Label is going in 2022. Mm -hmm. We are taking, I I have just, I I think, you know, I have just the greatest appreciation for wigs. I think they're so creative. I feel like they're artwork. And, you know, a lot of our clients, we have a lot of clients that are stylists and are not hairstylists. So I want to bring up the competition a little bit for the hairstylists or the (laughs) non-hairstylists to be able to offer Fully customized wigs. Yes. Okay. And, what's, and what is the benefit of that? Okay. Like, we're going to well, go over this. And I actually, I did a poll in our Facebook group, in the Starter Hair Extension Facebook group, I did a couple of polls. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I saw that. And and just even for the non-stylist, but also for people that are hairstylists, and they're busy. Yeah. They don't have time to do all these things, right? I, we are going to be their best friend because I'm going to go over exactly the detail of what we're talking about here. So I have one, one of the wigs here. So here's one wig on kind of. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you check out YouTube. You can kind of see oh, this yeah. wig, the color. This is a highlight. So these are just highlights for now, and we're gonna have just the standard wigs, like you know the the normal natural one B. Here's not. Dallas ran his fingers all through this, so it looks kind of like it <laughs> needs to be styled a little bit. If you're watching it, but Dallas was honestly he was inspecting everything of the construction, everything else. Okay, so let's get into details because oh, do I love details. Oh yeah. Okay. So for, uh, for our fully customized wigs and just custom wigs in general. So there's two ways that you are going to construct a wig, right? So you have the wig cap and you're either going to, with a sewing machine, do the sewing machine construction for the wig, Mm -hmm. or you're going to hand sew it. Now, I don't think there's an advantage or disadvantage between the two as far as the quality construction. Mm -hmm. I do know there's a huge advantage as far as time saving because the sewing machine takes like 20, 30 minutes and the hand sewing can take like two hours. Okay. Um, and if you're looking into getting into, uh, the sewing machine, you know, uh, I know I've heard from a lot of our clients that Tamika Gibson from the hair diagram, she is like got the best class. So if you're looking to get into making sewing machine wigs or, you might not be after this, listen to what I'm about right. to tell you. Okay. But if you are, that's going to be like, that's the person. Uh, she's awesome. So, okay. So, sewing machine construction, that's step one. And inside the Facebook group, I said, hey, guys, if you're going to construct a wig for someone, how much is that going to cost? Right. The average cost for the construction was about $250. Starting, yeah. starting, right. That's the that's about the average. Some yeah. people were uh, two hundred, some were three hundred, some were one fifty, some were three fifty. Yeah, right. It's just it really just depends. Okay, so two hundred fifty dollars for this wig for the construction. Okay, so we got two fifty. We have put like a Dowie will put like a two fifty, and we'll run like a tally on the screen here. So like <laughs> Dowie, two fifty right here, please. Thank you, sir. Okay. Next thing is once you have this, and this is a uh, a frontal wig. And what I like about these wigs is you have the full frontal area. So if you're watching on YouTube, once again, you can see that this is the full frontal area. What's great about that is it allows for the middle part or a side part without having to shift the wigs because of the lace shortage. They cheat a little bit inside the wigs. Most wigs cheat a little bit. They're not built like this. Um, So it's a little harder to do those side parts, but this is the full like full 13 by four there, okay? So uh, what's great about that also is having the knots bleached, okay? So bleaching knots, royal pain in the butt. So if you bleach knots before, you know it's a pain because it's not only you're putting the bleach on here, you got to let it sit for a little while. Yeah. Then you got to wash it off. Then you generally have to dry the hair because the hair is getting wet. It takes time, okay? The average cost for the bleach knots is about $50, Yeah. okay? So we got $250 here. We got 50 here. So we're at $300 just that we're not including hair yet. Okay. Then to customize the frontal area. So it's not just, you can see there's a nice middle part here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can see how the bleach knots, that looks great. So it's not just the middle part, but the full customization along the hairline. Okay. So generally someone's going to take some time and, and pluck it with tweezers yep. like pluck 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 using them on the videos online to make meep. it a
0: real hairline.
1: To make it like a real more natural more looking hairline, yeah. right? Average cost for that is generally about $50. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're at 350, so 250, 50, 50, we're at 350. Then finally <sighs> highlighting the wig. Right. Color is color. Yeah. You're hundred. gonna pay at least. I'm gonna lowball it at a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Coloring the wig. So you can see that color. We're gonna have a plethora of colors because I got all sorts of ideas for color, and of course Dallas does too. So here's like they want pink here. and
0: blues and purples. I mean we're gonna have a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. So
1: here's another color. Okay, so what's the color? So right now you're looking at four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Not even including the hair. The actual hair. Okay. This is just like, that's why custom wigs are seven, eight, nine hundred, a thousand right. all day long. Okay. This wig in a 16 inch, and this, this could change guys. Don't hold me to it. Right. But I'll tell you as of today with a transparent lace. Okay. So that we will have HD. We're making mostly HD and transparent lace custom wigs. 16 inch transparent lace, 180 density, so it's nice and full, nice thick wig, okay, what would you guess is a decent a good price for all of that together? Probably 700 bucks. 700 bucks, right? Yeah. You're going to die when I tell you how much we're charging for it. Wow. Like, die, like... I don't want to, I don't want to. (laughs) Dowie, don't let her die. Dowie, the producer back there with a big smile, he loves listening to my... Corny jokes. Um, what if I told you two ninety nine? Really? No. Okay. One ninety nine.
0: Wow. <laughs> People are going to love that, and that's for the color, the customization, the bleaching. Can you believe the it? The construction, everything.
1: Done. Wow. So, like this exact wig, a sixteen inch. This is a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. One hundred ninety nine dollars. Wow. That's stylists are going to go crazy. So look, this is something we've, I mean, this is something we've been working on this for six, seven months. Yeah. Okay. Of like the whole process for this to be able to get fully custom Mm -hmm. in volume and be like amazing. Yeah. I think this is going to be an absolute game changer for our clients. I think
0: so too. I know we talked about, um, last episode we did, we talked about efficiency and mm-hmm. how like cutting down time and stuff. And a lot of hairstylists spend hours constructing wigs just for one client. So something like this would definitely cut
1: down time. And let me tell you what you can do if you're a hairstylist, yeah. you could buy that 16 inch or, you know, it goes up from there. We're going to have, you know, right. long wigs, obviously, you know, I got obsession with long hair. Um, <laughs> so we'll have longer wigs and everything else. You as a hairstylist could buy that wig at that amazing price. You could say, you can tell your client, hey, this is, you know. custom wig. This (laughs) is a custom wig. Which it is. And, (laughs) you know, the customer, the client's not going to be like, did you sew it together? Right. They're (laughs) not going to ask these kind of questions. Like, oh, okay, so here's your custom wig. You're going to put the custom wig on. And just for like the experience, because then the hairstylist is going to charge to put the wig on. Right. right? Just for the experience, they might take the tweezers out. Mm -hmm. It might do a little pluck pluck here pluck pluck there so the customer feels like they're getting the full experience yeah and
0: sometimes people's hairlines are different so for whatever reason it needs to be plucked a little more a slight adjustment yeah
1: but for the most part you can literally take this put it on and go
0: yeah it looks very very natural in the front yeah
1: look at that look at that look how good that looks there you guys can see this oh this <laughs> just looks so good so that's something we've been working on. We actually have these in the Atlanta showroom right now. They will be at oh, the, they ready? Yeah, they're going to be at the Detroit and Charlotte, Greenville and Lithonia. Just casually, all of these locations, lo- they'll lo- be okay. there. Two more coming, <laughs> uh, Smyrna and Tucker. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I'm also announcing something new I have in the works for 2022. Okay is I think this, and it goes right in line with these. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to like this because I haven't told you about this. Okay, so you know for the last like 18 months we've been doing a wholesale day? Right. Wildly successful. Like our clients freaking love wholesale day. We have people fly in from different states Mm -hmm. and everything else. I want to switch it up a little bit for 2022. We're still going to do wholesale days, maybe not as frequent. Okay. We're going to mix something in. Custom wig pop-up. Oh, I like that. I okay. like it. Yeah. So it's going to be a day where I'm, I'm looking for like the right mannequin head to mm-hmm. kind of construct the pop-up. Because when you think pop-up, it's not just, hey, I want to go buy. It's an right. experience. Right. Right. So like you have that pop-up experience. I really want to create an amazing experience for our clients where they come in, like say here in the private label showroom, clear out pretty much all the um, the bookshelves with mm-hmm. all the lashes. Clear all that out. Yeah. And you're going to walk in. I actually bought like these gold with red velvet stanchions. Oh, wow. You know, like the, the, you know, the stanchions, right? Yeah. So it's like for the line control. Yeah. So it's super high end. And what I want to do is get these stands and put the wigs, custom wigs, and have like a row of custom wigs. Oh, that'd be nice. And then you can go in and we'll have like, we might even do for that pop-up day, even less than, you know, the normal private label price for these wigs which is going to be that is that's insane you can't even get a constructed for that and i have it fully finished for you oh yeah yeah that's gonna
0: be game-changing and people people want these Oh, for sure. People are looking for custom wigs. Yeah. Yeah. And then,
1: you know, we'll make some with raw hair, Mm -hmm. raw HD. Now, those are definitely going to be expensive. Oh, yeah.
0: And then also there will be um, just solid 1B color wigs, right? Yeah. And if you
1: wanted to custom
0: color it yourself or your client, you can. For sure. Yeah.
1: But we'll come out with different variations and Mm -hmm. I think different pop-ups. We should have different styles of wigs. So we have this one, but that might not be at the next pop-up. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool i
0: think so too
1: i'm excited about it that's really dope yeah. i love it yeah. yeah and
0: people will be excited about it too like who, yeah who doesn't want to go shopping for a wig a custom wig a custom like one that you don't <laughs> have
1: to like buy and then have spend right. hundreds of dollars i might need
0: to get one of these for my honeymoon uh, oh,
1: okay. oh. <laughs> but yeah so that's where we're going in 2022 and i, oh, think I love it's, it I, I just i need to always continue to like up the ante for our clients and yeah. the experience and you know it's just real important.
0: I think so too. That, that kind of segues into what we're going to talk about the second part of this episode. Like yeah, you finding new ways to satisfy the customers, to create new business avenues and income for the customers. That is all part of being a CEO of a company, finding out the new, new things that you can do to kind of stay up with the trends. So what are some things that People can expect from you, like on a daily basis, a day in the life of this of a CEO, and I'm pretty sure no day is the same. But like, yeah, what funny. is what is
1: like? It's funny it? because we do we do have so many different things yeah. within our pipelines, right? Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of streams of income and businesses and brands. So I do I do hop around yeah. a lot, right? So like for instance, this morning I have uh, Google My Business on my phone, mm-hmm. and everybody should have Google My Business on your phone. Real important because you should be managing your reviews and posting on your Google My Business. But a one star review popped up. Oh. And you guys are probably like, wait, Mikey's talking about a one star review? Yeah, I'm talking about a one star review. Okay. (laughs) And we got a one star review. And, you know, it is one of those things where it was kind of unfortunate that we got it because FedEx messed up. Oh, wow. Yeah. But of course, FedEx isn't getting the one-star review. Private label gets the one-star review. Right. And we have, I mean, you know our, our shipping system. We take photos right as it's shipping. So yeah. like someone can't call us and be like, oh, you, you know, you were missing this bundle. And if we look at the photo. And the oh bundle's no, in there. Yeah. We have the bundle as it's like literally going in the package. Yeah. It didn't just disappear, you know. So we have proof that this was shipped, but FedEx didn't, like sometimes FedEx doesn't scan it, even though. It's our policy when FedEx is picking up, we make them scan everything Everything. at the truck.
0: But sometimes it doesn't get scanned at the next location. Yeah. Yeah. Or
1: just doesn't, their scanners don't work. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I sent it and I sent it over to the team and I said, guys, look, I was like, private labels, definitely not a one-star hair company. Like this whole team, everybody here really cares about our clients, our, our services, our products. I said, we need to make sure we like really bump up some reviews. So I've actually seen like three five-star reviews today. And sometimes it goes as much as me reminding management that they have to remind the the customer support staff who our support staff here in Atlanta is rocking. Yeah. Very knowledgeable. I get, I get text messages all the time from people that know me personally that come in. Yeah. And they don't know that I know them. And they're just like, Mikey, this is like, it was such a good experience and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, this this is how we've been building this for years to perfect the system. So that's what I woke up to this morning. Uh, and then, you know, obviously we're recording the podcast, but let's just go back to say yesterday, I was trying to record some videos for our dropshipping system, Mm -hmm. some updated videos, like how to use dropship beauty. You know, I'm really working on my YouTube channel because the YouTube channel is something that we can send a lot of potential clients or even current clients to help them on more advanced stuff. Yeah. So I have one of our dropship managers, John Raymond, he made some training videos. They're really good. But he doesn't, he knows the basic kind of like nuts and bolts of how everything works yeah. for the dropshipping system, but not necessarily, okay, this is what you have, but let's take it to the next level. These are the email systems. This is this, that, the other. There's a lot more involved. Definitely. So that's yeah. where I come in. Yeah. Right. So working on creating videos. I was down at the city of Tucker yesterday. I was dealing with DeKalb County sanitation yesterday yesterday.
0: I just want to stop right there because you're doing a lot. And so people have this misconception that when you're a CEO, you can really just sit, kick your feet up, chill at home while everyone else is working and running the business.
1: Well, some people do. Some people do.
0: But I think that that comes when you've established and built and have people in places to do certain things.
1: I will never be like that. Yeah. I just, I am so involved in the business on the daily. Yeah. Even when I'm out of town or out of the country. Mm-hmm. You're still in the me, business. <laughs> like I'm like, guys, I'm out of the country, but you're going to be hearing from me. Every single day. <laughs> because, because when you're out, and that's also important because, yeah. you know, we do travel quite a bit, is when you're outside of the business, that's how you fix a lot of problems inside, inside the business. Yeah. You know, because some of the things, when you're stuck in that day-to-day you lose some of your creativity. Yeah. You you see things like in a different light when you maybe, or you've been gone for a couple of weeks and you come back in and you're like, oh my God, this is not, this doesn't look right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of reiterating what that looks like. Um, so yeah, I was down at the city. I'm actually, because of the stores, it actually is a lot of paperwork mm-hmm. uh, and getting all that kind of stuff set up, especially when you file for like a business license. So when you file the business license, they want your ID. They want, like, if you have over 20 employees, like it's called E-Verify. So that's something I have the accountant handle, but I still have to have all the paperwork to give them. Oh, yeah. And it's funny. I had to create a commercial lease yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the lease was from our, we, we have a holding company that bought bought the Tucker property Mm -hmm. and it's leasing it to private label. Oh, so I had the lease template that I, that, uh, Raj had. So I took the commercial lease template. I'm going through kind of tweaking it for us. And literally at the end that I got notified, I had to get notarized was the, the holding company, Michael Moran leasing to private label, Michael Moran. And I signed (laughs) both, had it notarized. And when I took it down to the city, I explained to him, I said, look, I own both, but this right. is a holding company, so I'm leasing it to myself, yeah. but here's the paperwork, here's all the other documentation. I loaded them up. When you go down to the city, bring more Everything, than you think. Yeah. Bring the Everything whole plus. kitchen sink, if that's a <laughs> saying. I think my grandmother said that once. Like, bring the whole kitchen sink, because otherwise they're going to be like, oh, you need this, you need this. Yeah. You're going back home. You're bringing it back in. And then are like, like, Can oh. I email it to you? And they're like, can you fax it? facts we
0: in 2021 i know getting ready to be in 2022
1: (laughs) look that's that's some of the stuff you deal with yeah you know i'm always at night working with the products um you know coming up with different ideas Mm -hmm. um you know that kind of stuff getting feedback from the customer support staff and i yeah every day is different
0: yeah what about um i want to go like back so for everyone who doesn't know, before Mikey got into the hair business, he was in the food industry. And so you ran a business, um, the first Thai curry sauce, right, yep. o- online? Was it? Sold in America. Sold in America, yeah. yeah. So you had the first Thai um, curry sauce. And what was what was something that you learned from being the CEO of that company um, going into being a CEO of this company? Like so what that, is, what yeah. are some di- things you did differently?
1: That was 15 years ago. Yeah. And I do everything differently today. Wow. Like what I thought back then when I ran the brand was called Curry Simple. Mm -hmm. I thought I was the boss having this brand and it it was cool because I was like getting in media and on TV and all this stuff, which was really cool, but I had no idea how to run a business. So today I am just on a whole nother level as far as the way I think, the way I do things. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist at this point, but things need to be done right right? Because mm-hmm. if it's not done right at a high level, it trickles down to our customers and our clients. Definitely. Right. So that's, that's not going to happen because I always stand by private labels, products and services so heavy Yeah, that, you know, it's so important, you know, so making sure everything's done right. Um, back then I was just more, I worked my butt off back then. I probably at this point, I definitely was working more back then than I am today. I was working more hands-on physical stuff mm-hmm. where now a lot of my work is done mentally, right? So like sometimes doing these videos, so I'm trying to build up the YouTube channel. Right. Some of the stuff is so easy for me that I'm like, oh, everyone knows how to do this. And then I have to go back to reality that a lot of people are just don't. starting out. Yeah. They don't, mm-hmm. right? So like, that's why I'm trying to be like, okay, guys, I'm t- telling the marketing team, marketing team, can you come up with ideas of mm-hmm. what I need to do? And I just need to get in there and start doing it yeah. to help more people. But, you know, back then, dealing with websites, even back in 2006, it was a nightmare. Ooh. Selling food online in 2006, like, not many people Were you this. using WordPress? No. I'm so I was curious. using oh. a e-commerce solution called Pro Stores, which mm. was owned by eBay.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. yeah, You took it actually, way back. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and
1: Pro Stores is not even around anymore. And actually, I was doing really well with the brand. And Pro Stores was like, hey, we want to feature you on our website. So I was like, hell yeah! Right. They're like, we're sending a photographer. We're gonna do a photo shoot. So I got like permission to do a photo shoot at Whole Foods. I ended up being on the like, so you know, on, on a homepage you have the slider. Yeah, they had like success pro source success stories. I was one of their success stories.
0: Oh, that's exciting! Which was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I really wasn't that successful relative to today, you know. But what what changed when I went into this business because I had that business that you know ended up failing. And then I tried to start a bunch of other businesses and it Mm -hmm. didn't work out for many different reasons. When I started this business, I said, you know what? I know I don't know everything and I, and I'm telling myself and I'm accepting this. I know I don't know everything, but this is the last, like, this is the one, this is going to be the one. It's going to work or it's going (laughs) to work. Like that was it. I'm going to do things differently this time. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be much more strategic and figure out. Figure out things in a better way. Be much more cautious, especially with funds yeah. and with money. Like we were. I mean, you remember in the beginning, like we couldn't even go out to lunch. Oh yeah. Like I couldn't take you guys out to lunch. Yeah. Like the first lunch that the company paid for was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You know, we were we were on the line for a couple of years. You oh know? yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So you know, just just being able to to really grow a team as well which is like when I had my food business, I didn't really have a team. It was just you. It was just mostly me. I had someone that helped me like assistant a little bit, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it was me. And a business is only going to grow so big and so fast when you're by yourself. Oh yeah.
0: That's very actual f- factual.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's very few times you you hear something about like a, a business that grew up that got real big and it was a solo person. Yeah.
0: Were you ever... Afraid of like doing new things or building the business at any point as a CEO.
1: Never afraid. Never afraid. And it and it was because I think I think I was afraid back. I actually I was afraid when I in my first business. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I realized at a at a I forgot the exact point, but I realized like fear is the one thing that's going to hold you back. Mm-hmm. Worrying about what others think of you. That's is a really going to hold one. you back. Yeah. And, that, and what people think about you, that goes into personal and in business. Yeah. Right? Like, all I'm going to ever do is the best for my business, for my team, and for the community that supports us. Yeah. Right? Like, if somebody says, oh, well, you're not doing enough, this, that, the other, well, they might not understand. They definitely don't have the full picture of what's going on in the business, in my life, and everything else to yeah. keep all of this running. At this point, it's a lot. Mm-hmm you know? yeah. So, but fear is definitely something that's going to hold a lot of entrepreneurs back. And it's something that we've all dealt with, but the, I'm telling you, the sooner that you can kind of let go of that and still, but I'm not saying like, Hey, (laughs) just start doing stupid stuff or taking all these risks. It's just move in the right direction, you know, with confidence and just understand that. Once you understand things are going to go wrong ahead of time, it helps a lot. Oh, yeah. Right?
0: Speaking of fearless or fear, Fearless Beauty, you wrote the book. (laughs) And there's some principles in there being a ceo kind of how to build your business marketing all that good stuff so make sure you guys check out fearless beauty on amazon and leave a review leave i a know review. actually yeah.
1: over 200 reviews now yeah we're in the which game which is yeah. pretty pretty legit the book's oh, yeah. legit i mean it's it was i put everything i could into this book yeah like, and it's really good and and actually that book was the book was which you know i did in started it in 2020 and obviously published in early 2021. Was it 2020? Yeah, yeah it was. It so was. Yeah. the book is the first time in years I had self-doubt. Wow. Like true self-doubt. Yeah.
0: Did you, were you like, are people gonna buy this book? Is it
1: good? Like a hundred percent. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. And I was, I never forget it. Cause I was sitting here and I was like freaking out a little bit. <laughs> and I said, oh my God, I haven't had this feeling in a long time. Wow. I was like, this is and I was like, I was like, this is cool. <laughs> like, it's cool to feel, have to have these feelings again, because it's like when you first started your first business and yeah. it starts taking off and you're like, oh my God, like, is this, do I even know what I'm doing? Is yeah. this even a product or <laughs> all this stuff? Right. So it's just like, you know, it was one of the things I had serious self-doubt about the book, but you know, we have some pretty big names that endorse the book. And mm-hmm. when the book came out. And people were reading it and were like, oh, my God, Mikey, this is like a game changer. And then, you know, right as the summer before the summer came out, um, Entrepreneur uh, listed it in their list of top 10 entrepreneur oh, yeah. books to read this summer. I was like, what? And I didn't send it to Entrepreneur or any. I don't know how they even got the book. You, I think it's
0: popping. Uh, well, yeah, I think because
1: it was ranking really high in the book of entrepreneurs on oh, yeah. Amazon. So the writer probably just saw it and bought it and then read it and liked it and yeah. put it in that list. And I was like, and that, that kind of snowball affects it. Right. And that's one of the reasons why, um, like for me, my personal brand, like I don't like to put my stuff out there too much. I, I'm definitely not a flashy person. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, buying these crazy sports cars and all this stuff. I'm not yeah. saying that I couldn't. I'm just not going to because it's not going to help my business. Right. So right? what
0: Um, I know, and I've heard this uh, a lot before, but as a CEO, a lot of times people will start businesses or become an entrepreneur and they'll make money and spend money. But I know you've talked about this before, but at what point did you actually pay yourself as the CEO of the business? Like everything pretty much went back into the business. You were reinvesting in the business, right?
1: Yeah. Two and a half years. Wow. And
0: people start businesses and that first check they get, they like, oh, I'm balling. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to reinvest in your business. That's the only way that it's going to grow and scale. Right. Yeah. So how was it scaling the business like over a period of time? What
1: were some of the like ups and downs, obstacles? You know, we we grew really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually ranked, you know, as you know, obviously Inc. 500, which is Inc. 500, with how much money we used to start the business, it's literally impossible. Yeah. Like to get on, it, it was like one in a million for what we did, honestly, um, which obviously you were part of and 2.0 and TR, yeah. especially in that core group. So it was just one of those things. It was just growing so fast. The only year it didn't grow fast was 2019. We actually went down a little bit.
0: And that was because of the pandemic. No, no, no. Oh, that, the pandemic th- it, it went up. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
1: So in twenty nineteen, I think what really messed us up was the move to this location. Oh. So we moved to our new location. Yeah. It was kind of a mess in the beginning. People didn't know where we were, even mm-hmm. though we update everything, but yeah. still. So we lost a lot of business doing that. Um, but shortly after, at the end of 2019, like especially the Atlanta Showroom really started to ramp up. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit, and I was I was really concerned. Right. Cause I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going to happen. Yeah. But we actually, we killed it in the pandemic, you know, last year. We killed it this year. And we really focused on like our core strengths of great products, fast shipping, you know, our marketing is still really strong. You know, we don't have all these influencers and all this other kind of stuff. We yeah. let our clients have that. But, you know, some of our partnerships with celebrities and stuff worked out really, really well in this last year, especially. Um, so you just never know. I mean, it was, it was a scary time and I was kind of told everyone brace yourselves. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, you know, but having a little bit of savings helps a lot because it kind of can, you have a little bit of a cushion Yeah, and that's kind of like this, this thing with our property in Tucker where it was unexpected costs came up and I wasn't expecting it, yeah. but because we've been, I don't want to say frugal, but somewhat frugal. Run it like a real business. Yeah, and responsible. Financially responsible. It's being responsible. Yeah. We could take the hit and still move like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. And just let's keep going and moving forward because, like, we have a lot of clients in the Tucker area and Duluth. From Duluth are driving all the way down here to get here. that traffic
0: yeah oh i hate i absolutely atlanta traffic look if you're wondering about atl traffic go to, go to atl scoop in. we got all these
1: dodge challenger chargers <laughs> doing 360s in the in the middle, in the middle of, of the, the road, road and yeah. everything else i mean oh it's God. bad yeah so having that and then you know 2022 i still got plenty of tricks up my sleeve of <laughs> kind of revolutionary stuff that we have going on i'm not yeah. going to mention today but having these strategic locations is going to play a part and and our customers are going to be so happy
0: yeah so what are um give us like two or three things that you would recommend to other ceos or people moving into the ceo route what are two or three um pieces of advice that
1: you would have sure so understand especially in the beginning that when you're the ceo you're also the janitor you're also the marketing person you're also the shipping person you're everything yeah. and that's okay mm-hmm. right so but understand you can only do that for so long cuz so many entrepreneurs they get stuck that they have to be you know well, well I'm going to hire someone they're not going to do it as well as me right you have to let go of that yeah right you want to definitely hire people that are better than you okay in different departments so you got to let go of that as an entrepreneur you have to build a team for your business to grow yeah the next part is and really and truly, you have to be really and truly honest with yourself about understanding what it means when I say the company always comes first. So it's like the company, me, like my family, mm-hmm. my cats, you know, like <laughs> the cats. It, it goes like companies all the way at the top because yeah. the company, if the company dies, everything kind of, it's like a tower, it all crumbles. Yeah. Right. So it's like, instead of going to, and it comes down to a lot of financial stuff of like, hey, I'm going to go buy this crazy car or house or this, that, the other. If you need it to live, okay, cool. But if it's not going to help the company in some way, make sure you are really good before you actually do this. Like, yeah. really good. I'm talking years in the business, foundation built, right? Because the whole time that you're going in your business, you're building this foundation, a yeah. foundation of clients. You're going to have your super fans that are going to keep your business going. And then you're trying to find more super fans and growing and growing. So really make sure that you always put the business first. That goes with your time, with what you have to do with staff, whether you have to let somebody go because they're not good for the company. Yeah. Even though they're a great person, sometimes you have to let someone go. It's yeah. just not a good fit, right? So the company first, I think is really important. And then, of course, we talk about this every episode is consistency. Oh, Yeah day in, day out, you have to be consistent with your business. I mean, so many times in our Facebook group and I'm, you know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, I had to take, I took a couple months off, but I'm back. Like, you know, it's, you're starting all over again, mm-hmm. right? If you disappear on social media or an email marketing, or just talking about it to your friends, if you disappear for months and then you just back, that doesn't, and that also doesn't look good Mm-mm. because people are like, well, what if I ordered and they just, Wanted to disappear all of a sudden. And
0: then also it takes a while to build back the customer trust. The momentum. Yeah.
1: You know, um, so it's a big momentum play there. So being consistent in your business and, you know, utilizing at least scheduling tools and everything we talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to at least from a outside perspective, look like you're there. Mm -hmm. Do that If you need a month off from your business and you just kind of want it on cruise control... S- spend a whole day, get Schedule. everything scheduled, yeah. <laughs> email scheduled, post scheduled, everything done, yeah. and let it kind of run. I mean, I recommend doing that somewhat anyway. Uh, if you don't have a team to do it for you, because people get busy, but yeah, it lessens the headache. Yeah, lessens mm-hmm. the headache. You know, at least something's going out. Like right before we start recording, I mm-hmm. said all my YouTube videos it goes out oh, every yeah. day at noon. Mm-hmm. I have other videos that go out at ten. I'm going to start putting the podcast at maybe three. Yeah, and I just schedule like a month at a time. So if I'm busy and I'm not posting in our Facebook group to keep everyone updated still and educated, seeing something. Yeah, they're still getting something. Yeah. That's really good.
0: Those are all really great. Um, One thing I do want to add to that is just not being selfish, understanding that um, when you start a business, you're solving a problem for someone else. So who cares about what you think as the CEO? Like it's really about what the clients want, think what the people in that industry are looking for. So don't get so caught up in the, oh, I don't think that would look good or I don't think this is great, but it's not about you. So, yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, because Mikey's never worn hair before.
1: <laughs> I have. And that's, I, I like, I mean, you know, that's that's actually been an advantage to yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. I am, I am not biased about anything. Mm-mm. It's just 100% what do our customers want? And for yeah. me, how do I save our clients money? How do I get our clients to sell more? How do I make our clients more happy? That's it. That's all I have to worry about yeah. because I don't wear the hair. It's not like... I don't like this style. Right, yeah. And
0: one thing I love is Mikey will do so much research. Mikey knows so, so, so much about hair, the hair industry, and he doesn't wear hair.
1: <laughs> and, and, but, you know, what's funny is we talked about my first business was the Thai curry sauce. Right. I'm not Thai. Right. <laughs> and I'm not from Thailand, which the products actually came from. Right. You know, it's just one of those things that if you're getting in an industry, whether it's hair or you're just randomly listening to this about mm-hmm. another business, yeah. like, Spending that time to educate yourself and really learn the ins and outs. And it does take a while. And I still continue to learn all the time. Yeah. Um, You know, spending that time can really help you and having that product knowledge and being able to kind of like create these custom wigs like I've done. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling you in 2022, the amount of true custom wigs we're doing, it's never on a scale that we're doing in 2022. It's never in history of wigs been done before. Like one hundred percent, I plan on with my team revolutionizing the custom wig industry oh, in yeah. America. One hundred percent, Stop.
0: Stay tuned.
1: That's what I'm I saying. got you, clients. I got something <laughs> Stay coming for you. Tuned. We're gonna win together. Yeah, let's make it happen.
0: That was interesting. I love that. I love that. So, if you guys have not, I'm pretty sure. I well, I won't say you haven't, but if you haven't, make sure you go on, subscribe, 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 comment, like. YouTube, review. podcast reviews, everything. Um, we would really appreciate it. We need those ratings. Um, share share with us some topics you want to hear next. Uh, Mikey spoke about teams. so the next episode we'll be talking about building a team and all of that. But make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and we will be back with another episode
1: later, guys. I just got another five star review. <laughs> yes. <laughs>